0: (laughs) shall we begin
1: welcome to the happy monster cast i'm your host scott Marshan davis of happy monster press let's begin now this week on the happy monster cast our heroes begin a new adventure in 1775 in the american colonies as the future superhuman legion of liberty get into the introductions uh, with a little bit of background. So uh, for reasons unknown to modern natural science, a small number of beings born in North and South America possess unusual and inexplicable supernatural abilities. These abilities can range from flight through production of fire or lightning to healing the sick. Seemingly, the higher order of the creature, the more likely these beings are to appear, with humans being the most prevalent example. A study by Aztec scientist, scholar, and explorer Citali shows the occurrence to be non-uniform, with the greatest concentration centered roughly on the Tropic of Cancer and a gradual fading of prevalence to the North and South. Later European studies determined that regions such as the Hudson's Bay Area and Rio de la Plata have a much lower rate of superhuman births than those closer to the Tropic. Some European philosophers have speculated, based on no real data, that climate may have some relationship to these abilities, and some further speculate that central African peoples may share them, but thus far no such individuals or creatures have been observed. Indigenous African sources are definitive that no superhuman abilities appear in their region. Here in the English colonies of North America, unrest has been building for the last several years. Taxes on tea led to the Boston Tea Party of 1773, which in turn led to Parliament passing the intolerable acts of 1774. These acts closed the Port of Boston, removed Massachusetts' colonial charter, Allowed trials of royal officials in Britain for crimes committed in the colonies and permitted governors to house British troops in private homes. The year is now 1775. A semi covert organization known as the Sons of Liberty has been building resistance against Britain for the last several years within the colonies. Carrying the banner of taxation without representation and feeling that oppression of their rights and their religion are prevalent, the Sons of Liberty are preparing for the possibility of a revolt. Knowing that the British have the Royal Superhuman Regiment, the notorious Greycoats, at their disposal, they have begun to gather young superhumans in the hopes of creating a force to counter this powerful British armed force. With that, we will take you to Boston. So, we begin with the Virginian known as Elijah Allen. He finds himself in the home of Sam Adams, a notorious member of the Sons of Liberty, Boston Patriot, and future beer mogul, uh, sitting in a storeroom in the servants' quarters of Adams' Boston mansion. So, if you would please describe yourself, Mister Allen.
2: Okay, I am a um, little over five seven, about six foot almost uh, tall uh, individual. I am very cleanly dressed, Uh, not the richest attire, but also not the poorest attire as well. I have a pair of uh, glasses I keep in my front pocket. Um, I'm somewhere in my mid-30s, and I appear to be um, of, uh, I don't know, I'm from Virginia, so. Okay. Caucasian.
1: (laughs) So this person, Elijah Allen, you've each been told to meet with as the sons of liberty have worked to smuggle you into the city and so the first to arrive and to be ushered in uh by the servants and and taken to the storeroom is the man known as Artemis crow so what does elijah see when artemis enters the room
2: um just uh for frame of reference um he's a very studious person so he's going to be constantly writing or reading um i'm con- i'm currently writing in the book taking down some things uh, go ahead. Sorry, Artemis. Oh,
3: I'm Artemis Crow. And what you'll see is a relatively slight, slender man, medium height, relatively nondescript, you know, 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, it's a little bit hard to tell. Depending on how I stand, my height, you know, I, I can be a little shorter, a little taller. It kind of depends. Um, it's pretty obvious that uh, I've got some money. Uh, it's not... A lot. I'm not, you know, flashy in in my wealth, but mm-hmm. the clothes that I have are reasonably plain, and that they're, they're not a big deal. But they're obviously very well made, and very good repair, mm-hmm. are doing quite well. Got kind of a wary appearance. Um, you know, you're studying me. Fine, being mm-hmm. you, uh, it's okay. pretty clear that I expect to have some difficulties in whatever room I'm going to be in. You have scarage or anything along those
2: lines? Uh, are you like hardened?
3: Um, I I would say that I'm lean, Um, kind of. Oh, I just kind of average looking. My hair is kind of a, a medium brown. It's a little bit hard to tell if it's like actually my the real color or if I've changed the color with um, you know either a, a butternut or a walnut coloring. uh, No glasses, no scars to speak of. I'm pretty slight. Do you
4: look like a Quaker, like wealthy but plain?
3: Um. No, it would be kind of hard to pin down my profession, trader of some kind. I'm not a printer. I, I don't have any printer's ink going on. Um, a, a a trader in goods, person, you know, possibly. Um, there's no there's no nautical air about me. Um, when you when you hear me speak, you'll tell that I don't particularly have an accent. Um, sounds like I I might be from around here in Massachusetts, but it's a it's I, I might be from someplace else. It's a little bit hard to tell. Some of my word choices are are perhaps not quite what you would might expect to hear from around here. Uh, it's a little bit hard to pin me down. Okay.
1: All right, so how does the conversation go as you two are uh meeting up in the storeroom?
2: Um I'd probably start by uh just asking his name and then writing it down writing any of the details down. What's my uh goal? What am I just uh waiting for everybody um and then assembling them?
1: You've been instructed by uh, Sam Adams to uh basically meet with the with these uh superhumans as they come in okay. and then get a feel for what they can do uh with with the idea that uh you know there there's trouble afoot and mm-hmm. you're potentially going to need them in the near future to be able to uh okay yeah you know, so, so like uh... do some combat
2: I got you like superhero audition almost is what this is pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. then I would just go through uh, a number of questions I'd already came up with days ago. Uh, something along the lines of um, what's your name? Uh, where are you from? Do you believe in God? And then also what's your power?
3: Well, uh, where I'm from lately. I'm from here in Boston. I've spent the last couple years here. Uh, uh, in, in the city's environs, uh, doing various uh, various trading activities. Uh, do I believe in God? I am of the opinion of Mr. Jefferson. There is wisdom in the world, and it comes from many sources, and that there are many paths righteousness. Okay. As to my powers, I look around the room, and uh, you know, to yeah, I kind of stroll around the room, and as I'm talking, as I'm describing myself, it's, it's obvious that I'm checking mm-hmm. the place out. I mean, I'm checking for you know, traps or for um, hidden panels or anything else. Obviously, I mean, I'm obviously, you know, studying my host. Okay. Um, I say, as for my hours,
2: and I vanish. Did you say you vanish? I'm sorry, I broke Managed.
3: up. Everything. All of a sudden, you are in an empty room.
2: Okay. Um, I look up slightly from my notepad. You're around. And I, then I comment, I assume you're still around.
3: I reappear behind you, looking over your shoulder, reading what you've written.
2: Mm. So as I see that, I tuck it closely to the chest and turn. I say, hey, uh, <laughs> 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 "Impressive, impressive." I'll uh, introduce myself as well at the same time.
1: <laughs> so just after this demonstration, uh, a young woman enters. So uh, Victoria Stillman, What do they? What do these two see as you as you enter the storeroom?
0: So My
5: character, Victoria Spellman, I sort of based off of uh, Molly Pitcher or sort of the archetype of that, um, but also being an alewife and uh, being into brewing, but also being kind of resourceful, but not being afraid to sort of like draw a pistol on someone trying to rough her up. You know, she works at a nearby tavern. She doesn't like this whole tax on goods thing. She thinks it's oppressive and ridiculous, and she thinks people should sort of use their grumption and their grit, and she doesn't like this whole tax thing and, like, a bunch of soldiers staying around and telling people what to do. So she's just lividly pissed. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll go through uh, the questions with you as well. You ask your name first and foremost, and then um, where do you come from? and then I'll ask you uh, what your power is. Do you believe in God?
5: (laughs) Okay, so, yep, I'm Victoria Spellman. Uh, I am on, uh, well, let's see. uh, I'm going to say I'm from Quincy, so a little far away, but I've been working in Boston as a male wife at the tavern. Uh, My powers Mm -hmm. are that I can basically make a lot of stuff go boom and blow up,
2: and I'm kind of a nuker. Okay, when you say that, I stop and I say, I'll need you to demonstrate. Can you do it on a small scale, or is it entirely destructive?
5: Uh, So I ask him to hand me a tankard. Tankard?
2: Um, Yeah, hand me your mug. (laughs) I look at one of my favorite mugs, which I use for coffee, (laughs) where I do not drink, and then I hand it to you. give me your favorite. Concernedly. (laughs) Give me one you don't care about. (laughs) He says, I'm a bit short on extra cups. How about this? And he uh, tips um, one of his uh, items off of his off the desk near him that's like holding some uh pens
5: all right so she grabs it and pours beer in it and says stand back and as she's doing this she puts it on a table you know says stand back she she paces about 10 feet away like points her finger and like snaps her fingers and then like the thing goes
0: boom
2: okay it is, it's not explosive it's just uh like if a high-pitched noise shattered it or like um or is it like a firecracker
0: it's like a
5: firecracker and like kind of al- alchemical and boomy and explosive. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And her view on God and religion is sort of, uh, she very much agrees with Benjamin Franklin sort of like, eh, God, clockmaker, universe thing, it's working, be humble, work <laughs> with it, that sort of thing. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Alright, and uh, at this point, a Native American enters. Uh, for Victoria, you're familiar enough with the local environs that you can pinpoint that you're looking at a Wampanoag. Uh, for the rest of you, you know, all you see is this person coming in who is clearly a Native American although for the purposes of getting through Boston safely uh, has been dressed in Western clothing. Okay. So, Pet did? What, what else do they see as you enter the room? And that clothing is barely functioning. <laughs> to to make me passable.
0: Um, Okay. What you see is a rather large, rather disconcerting Native American, Mm. very scarred on the face. If he were to take his shirt off, he would be very scarred on the upper torso. Mm. Um, He's not a happy man, and uh, he is uh, not very comfortable being anywhere near the trappings of civilization. (laughs) He is... uh, here because one of the very few people that he tolerates that he once fought with in the French and Indian War approached him and uh, recruited him for the cause he, he trusted that man enough to take him on his word to show up to this to to hear pull out and see what is going on
1: who, who was that person by the way is it uh, was he an officer
0: a soldier um he was a soldier when I knew him. I believe he's a little higher in the ranks now. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: was his name George Washington? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Kind of vague, yeah. But, well, well, we may run into him later. still fleshing out the backstory. <laughs>
0: I, I can give him a name him now. He's, he's a, it, uh, not anybody that anybody would recognize, just somebody who mm-hmm. I fought with before. Mm-hmm. Who I still kept in touch with after um after I lost everything. Um he, <laughs> he, he is a, age. Be somewhere between twenty and forty, you don't know. Okay. He's kind of that beat up. And he mm. smells a little like a swamp.
4: Smells <laughs> 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 like a what?
2: Swamp. I have I have no use for Okay. I was a hermit for several <laughs> I noticed years that I noticed that very and quickly. I, you, have, you have
0: put clothing on me to get me here.
2: Sure. <laughs> so when, when I notice it, I take a step back and continue my uh, note taking. <laughs> and then I go through the questionnaire with you. Um, you already said the name, so then I would skip to um, what is your power? And also, do you believe in Christian God? I didn't even acknowledge that question. <laughs> <laughs> You get a a derisive snort from me on that that question. Hmm. Okay, and your power?
0: As for powers, I take a step back. In consideration for the people who have provided me the clothing, I remove it. Whoa. I look you dead in the eye.
2: I snap my fingers, and you see a shimbling mound. Ooh, how big is it? Your are si- uh, same size as you? Taller, smaller? We're in a small room, slightly... About my size a little larger. Okay. Swamp thing. Mm. So it's made of actual rock?
0: Yes, rock, earth. Okay. Hmm, interesting. Do you control the golem? I am
2: golem. Interesting. I'd continue writing more. <laughs> okay, I'll introduce myself, um, and then I'll say, I believe I've seen enough. Next person.
1: All right. Well, there's a bit of a pause, and then an African American woman enters. So Clara Washington. What do they see when they see you?
4: So, so you'll notice that I clang a little bit when I enter the room,
0: Uh, and
4: I'm kind of bulky. Okay. Uh, young and strong looking. I'm probably about five seven myself. Mm -hmm. I've got a big hat, and um, kind of look around. And a little a little bit trying to hide. Um, but So my face is going to be shaded. But it, it's a little hard.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I fail to uh, look up from the notepad for a little bit, and then I look and I say, um, the same questionnaire. What's your name?
4: Clara Washington.
2: Where do you hail from?
4: I currently reside in... Massachusetts, and your power. I'm good at everything I do. I mm. things I can.
2: Can you demonstrate? That's
4: put in front of me. <laughs> I look around at.
2: I have uh, par- I have cards on the table. Um, I have like an inkwell. Some.
4: Uh, I'm looking paper. at
2: people. Oh okay.
4: Who? So I I would imagine that uh the Native American is probably the toughest looking guy there.
2: Seems like pretty safe. Sounded though. like it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So I kind of look at him up and down and I'm like, uh, would you care to grapple? It's a challenge.
0: Well, my eyes kind of it's been a while since somebody's asked me to
4: just, a, just for show. Just for show. I nod. Okay. I throw off the cloak and I've got <laughs> plate mail on. Wow.
1: Uh, <laughs> he's wearing a uh, a queer breastplate and backplate. These are heavy cavalry uh, noted for uh, being some of the biggest and strongest soldiers in any army. Interesting.
4: <laughs> so I'll take that off, though. This is a friendly match.
1: I believe you also have a shield slung on your back. Is that correct? Yeah,
4: but that's going to come off with the um, the cloak and the hat and the, the rest of it. Well, I'm not stripping down, obviously.
1: All right. right. Okay. Okay, so... There's not a huge amount of space in here, but there's more yeah. room in the adjacent trunk room as long as you don't mind some obstacles.
4: No, I'm just I'm just going to try to do like a nice, easy judo throw. Nothing tough. Nothing whatever.
1: Okay. So this will be a grapple, uh, which means that you're that's going that's fighting opposed roll in on athletics.
4: Okay, and I'm going to give myself a boost.
1: Actually, no, you're trying to throw him, so that's a push, which means that that is an opposed strength roll. So, uh, this is technically combat, so I'm going to need you to roll for that boost on your, on, on your boost trait skill.
0: Okay. Uh, ah.
1: Yeah, good enough. So, your strength is jacked up now to a D12. So, mm. go ahead and roll strength, and Pet Noit can also roll strength. Just roll a D12? Or you can roll your strength roll. Also. Pet Noit is, is uh, pretty badass. Well, give yourself the wild die, too, because it looks like you're going to need it.
4: Okay, so do I just roll the
1: the strength? Roll a D6. Okay, so you're exerting a tremendous amount of strength. And you are frankly surprised because this guy is strong. So you're able to unbalance him a little bit?
4: Not throw him. Not some nice, elegant throw.
1: Not a nice, elegant throw. But at the same time, he's shocked. Yeah, Pet Noah, you were not expecting this because this woman does not look like she should be this strong. And it's only your lengthy experience in combat that keeps you from slamming into the floor.
4: So we struggle for a bit and I'm gonna back off and kind of like give him give him like a oh, hey, not bad. <laughs> that <laughs> nod.
1: <laughs> uh, what what's your reaction to this? Uh Pet Noah. I kind of turn to the others and say, she's small, but she's good.
4: <laughs> Not that small.
2: <laughs> I, I, look, uh, I look up <laughs> for my, my glasses, um, nod. Very well. Um, also, do you believe in God, madam?
4: Absolutely. He ah, made each wonderful. of us perfect <laughs> and in, in his sacred image.
2: <laughs> I have a, a smirk after she says that and then yeah, continues.
1: I like like her. (laughs) Okay, so as this conversation continues, a gentleman appears in the doorway. Uh, The only one of you who recognizes this gentleman immediately because you've met him already is Elijah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he quickly identifies himself. He says, "Uh, Ladies, gentlemen, I am Samuel Adams.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sorry.
1: And? I am very yeah. pleased I am very pleased to have you in my home. I believe you'll be secure here for, in the near term. But as you know, tensions are rising between the military governor and the local regular troops and our colonists and colonial militia. It seems likely that uh, we will need to employ your services sooner rather than later. So I, I bid you rest well, dine well. I'm afraid mm-hmm. I must ask you to stay in the servant's quarters for the time being, just for your own safety and security. But uh, whatever amenities we can provide here, we will certainly do so. With that, I bid you good day.
2: Okay. I will uh, follow after him and just fill him in on uh, my first impressions of everything, whether he wants it or not.
1: Right. What's your first (laughs) impression.
4: Whether he wants it or not.
2: Uh, My first impressions, I am um, not too impressed with the group, uh, apart from uh, Spry Lady here at the very end. But uh, if I stay with them long enough, I could probably turn them around.
1: Blast! Well, we'll have to. uh, Well, we'll if you have suggestions for how to uh, bring them into some sort of usefulness, I will certainly entertain them.
2: Oh, don't worry, Samuel. They just need a little
1: faith. If only I had. uh, If only we had Revere. (sighs) Mm, It is too uh, bad. Alas, the uh, the regulars are well aware of his abilities, and they have him under house arrest. And it mm. is not yet time for us to show our hand by breaking him free, but that time may come soon. Stay vigilant, my friend. Of course,
2: I tip my uh, head and walk away.
1: Okay. So a few days pass. How how are you spent? How are each of you uh, spending your time here at the, the Adams household? Start with Elijah.
2: I'm going to be uh, in my books, essentially studying, um, and also. Uh, Studying the local areas and things like that—something that I think may help me. Um, apart from that, it'll just be my normal uh, routine of um, reading literature.
1: Okay, uh, Artemis, what are you doing for the for the couple of days?
3: I am in Limber, practicing with my knives, touring the house, looking for secrets.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, you you prowl around a bit and uh, there's other than a couple of concealed doors for servants, you don't find anything really interesting. But uh, you are able to discover some of Adam's papers. No. And uh, it's clear that he is deep in intrigue here with multiple people, not only in Massachusetts, but all over the colonies. Uh, and that he, they're actively attempting to recruit additional superhumans uh, to join you. And that, in fact, there may be another group that has been uh, hidden in uh, Alexandria, Virginia.
3: Well, as is uh, as is SOP, this sort of thing. I memorize everything that's uh, important. Take a few notes just for you know to facilitate the whole memory palace thing, and then squirrel the
1: information away for future use. Okay, uh, Clara, how do you spend your time at uh, the Adams household here?
4: Oh, I'm going to check everybody's uh, personal feelings about slavery. And uh, sympathies for or against slaves. <laughs> Just uh, basically make sure that I'm not hanging out with a bunch of people who are going to turn me in for money or uh, because they don't uh, believe that I have a right to sue. Then I'm going to keep I'm going to keep an eye on whatever's happening with my court case.
1: OK, so what are what are people's feelings with respect to chattel slavery of African-Americans? Elijah? <laughs>
2: I'm uh, against it. For it doesn't seem righteous. And um, I said, and I, I kind of smile at her when she says it. And I said, You're definitely on the side of right, lady. It's the ones, the only ones I don't have sympathy and empathy for are the non God believers.
1: <laughs> okay. How about Artemis?
3: Pigre <laughs> is an abomination. Your life's mission to abolish it.
1: Okay, that's, uh, that's a very strong stance. Okay. Uh, Are you Miller. sure you're not a Quaker?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with pretty that. But...
3: Sure. I'm pretty damn sure I'm not a Quaker. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, yeah, just the swearing alone, clearly.
5: <laughs> I hate slavery more than I hate taxes. You've got no quarrel from me.
3: This, is okay. one of the, this, this point is one of the few times that actually... Rouses me to the point of getting like demonstrably pounding the table passionate. Other times I'm in any conversation, I'm pretty nondescript. This is one that really is a hot button for me. Okay. All right.
4: You get a checkbook in check next to your name.
1: <laughs> How about Pet Noah? What's your uh, what's your stance on all this? Just as a note, if you weren't aware, uh slavery of Native Americans was practiced pretty extensively in the early era of the colonies, but it's mostly died out at this point. I don't know, he's- Pretty uh, squishy on the concept
0: of ownership of anything, really. <laughs> Land, people, possessions, whatnot. I spent several decades living in the woods.
4: Smells like it.
0: Personally, um, he he views you as somebody who has the right to be their own person, anyways, just by dint of the fact that you held your own against me.
1: All right. <laughs> and Victoria.
5: Uh, yeah, I wrote it in the uh, dialogue, but yeah, absolutely hate slavery more than I hate taxes, and uh, you'll have no quarrel from me because I can't stand uh, the oppression of other people. Good.
1: Mm. Okay, so uh, Pet Noah, what are you up to for the next couple of days as you're hanging out here at the Adams residence?
3: Is there any place outside that I can go? The Adams residence.
1: There's a small garden out back. It's much, much too small from your perspective, though. It's only uh, about twenty-five feet square. Uh, and
0: I am in the garden, sharpening my weapons, doing my standard physical routines, and barely being miserable that I'm in a city. Sorry. <laughs> All right. we and... really wear pants.
1: <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> and Victoria.
5: All right, so Victoria really likes beer and brewing and sort of herbs and alchemy and that sort of thing. So she's going to be walking around the storage rooms and sort of looking for beer recipes, wine recipes, anything having to do with brewing or fermentation or plants uh, or gunpowder or
0: explosive things. (laughs) Or (laughs) gunpowder or explosives? She likes to mix things and blow things up. What kind of beer are you? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Not a lot in the way of gunpowder and explosives, but there absolutely is a wide range of herbs. There's uh, one of the servants has a small, somewhat illicit uh, vat of ale going and a vat of cider going in the, in the cellar. So uh, you immediately have a friend there. Yes. And so these couple of days pass. And then Adams calls you all together, meeting up in the storage room again, which has sort of become your informal conference area. He says... We've received some disturbing intelligence. As you may know, our Massachusetts militia has been attempting to acquire artillery in case that we we have active hostilities with the British regulars. Our Salem militia, which is one of our strongest, has acquired 19 French cannon. Unfortunately, word of this armament has reached the governor, Thomas Gage. Our sources in the governor's office have determined that they are going to dispatch Thomas Leslie and a detachment of the 64th Foot to confiscate the cannons. We wish to warn Salem of this intent. We want to make sure that they're aware that Leslie is on the way and that we can hopefully conceal the cannons and prevent their seizure. The best man for the job is obviously Paul Revere, the Silver Speedster, the fastest man alive. Only Revere with his super speed can ensure the warning reaches Salem ahead of the 64th Foot in time for the, co- the militia to hide their cannons. However, Revere, like all colonial superhumans known to the crown, is under close and constant surveillance by British regulars. Our mission for you is to see if you can liberate him so that he can warn the people of Salem. You have questions for me? Where is he? Yeah, we're...
3: (laughs) Who's guarding him? How many people? How many passports get some (laughs) him?
1: (laughs) Well, he's being held under house arrest in his home in North Boston. We know that they have British regulars on guard there, there's also a a substantial detachment of the 18th Royal Irish Regiment in the immediate vicinity. They may be providing the guards. Beyond that, I'm afraid you'll need to uh, take a look for yourselves and see what kind of information you think you can gather.
4: And by getting him out, I mean, how far, like, where do we take him, get him out from under the guard?
1: We can arrange for a boat on the wharf adjacent to, across from Charlestown that can uh, take him to a ship, and you as well, uh, that can sail north to Salem. But of course, with his speed, he'll be faster than the ship. So uh, he can. the boat will take him across to Charleston and he can run from there.
3: We know if he's healthy, what with... his we? is?
1: No one has been able to contact him for the last few months. Uh, he was in good health at the time. And from what we understand, they're not mistreating any of the superhumans who are are outside of the gray coats, but of course we won't know for sure until we're able to make contact with it. We can provide you with weapons and equipment as needed. Uh, I have a store of muskets here and uh, swords as well. Uh, Cavalry sabers, if that will be suitable. I have a few flintlock pistols as well. And of course, uh, if there's other equipment you think would be useful, I can do my best to obtain it.
4: We should go take a look. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful.
2: Okay. Sounds of a mission of the highest order
1: what t- what time of day are you planning to go look? Some of you are more conspicuous than others I'm looking at you. kind know <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at me <laughs>
4: and how long do we have to get him out like when when do is you, the cavalry leaving
1: uh, the, the 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 foot regiment is going to be marking on a ship tomorrow, so if you can get him out to this evening, day to this evening, or at worst tomorrow morning, that would be give him enough time to get get to Salem ahead of them.
4: We don't have a lot of time.
1: <laughs> no, it's about it's mid afternoon now. Right.
3: Well, if I can make a suggestion, how about if I go and do a little recon, and we meet up at a place close by, so that I can bring back the conditions of what the guards are, what their patterns are, and we can formulate a plan for an attack tonight. Be very inconspicuous.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's not a bad well, idea. You, you you are aware of each other's powers, so you know that he can turn invisible. Yeah, inconspicuous. Haven't
2: seen it myself. I'll agree with his point. Okay.
1: So, uh, all right. So, hopefully, so what? Hopefully, what you're seeing now is nothing. <laughs> That's, yes, right. be it. yeah.
3: right. It's very dark it?
1: uh, that, is, uh, that is fog of war is a a new thing that i'm throwing into this game Oh,
0: (laughs) uh, pretty sneaky
1: okay so here's artemis now on the map and uh congratulations you have vision i
3: i'm gonna have to zoom out some more let's see
1: yeah he's down in the lower left corner more or less i'm thinking yeah you got him
4: what part of modern boston is this
1: uh it is it is the boston north end okay uh, this The floor plan, at least, is not the neighborhood is not exact, but the floor plan is based on the actual floor plan of Paul Revere's house.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Well, since uh, since you can see it, Frank, why don't you describe what Artemis is seeing? Okay. I would also like a stealth roll from uh, Artemis. Oh, thank God. And, uh... <laughs> okay. Are um, invisible
4: and the stealth roll is a five?
1: Well, that's, uh. the, that's the basic roll. Um, you're on the corner of the
0: street there is a street heading directly in front of you up one block where there is one turn to the right if you look the right the street continues about the length of two city blocks where there is another single right turn on that side on that if you look to the right down the longer street on the left hand side about a third of the way up you see what looks like Doors to a house with a couple of guards in front of it.
1: Yep. Uh, there are, in fact, two guards. By their regimental facings, you can tell, and their badges, they do appear to be of the 18th foot, the uh, Royal Irish. And uh, they, you also see that the ground floor windows have been partially boarded up. The troops are, uh, they're watchful, but they're not really at full attention. They seem to be having a conversation about the pros and cons of various local beers and ciders.
3: Okay. Well, um, I'll come a little bit closer to them. And so this is late in the afternoon, which would be mid-shift if they're on standard standard rotations. Yep. Um, Based on the the pattern of footprints and such in the dust or other visible signs and stuff like that, can I tell how often or, or how many soldiers there might be around. I mean, does it look like it's very heavily trafficked? A lot, of, a lot yeah. of
1: traffic. There's a moderate amount of traffic in general, mostly local citizens, but occasionally you do see a a uh, a squad of red coats marching by.
3: Okay. So coming down not immediately across from the house, but you know, sort of catacorner a little bit. I'm gonna try to scale up uh, get a view into the second story windows.
1: OK, so there are some narrow alleys uh, adjacent to the house on either side where you could potentially work your way around back okay. uh, or or you can just climb the uh, the wall in, you know, more or less broad daylight, trusting in your invisibility and the fact that you hopefully won't make a lot of noise doing it. Well,
3: this same, my first rodeo on this for the second story work. So um, I will um, I'll just
1: front wall. OK, so I need an athletics roll. And a stealth roll. Okay, there is.
3: Ooh, I'm out of the. Hmm.
1: That's going to make some noise. Um, <laughs> Would you like the Benny that? A one is not really going to. Yeah, I'll. Do it I'll for you. Reminds me, I need a notice roll for the. uh,
3: Okay, I'm trying to. Here. Okay, so I need a. And I'll redo the athletics.
1: Okay, so you're able to scale it up, and then now I need a stealth roll. Yeah, okay, you're pretty much a ninja with a 17 wow. on the self-roll.
2: <laughs> nice. <Whoa. laughs>
1: so you, oh. you, you eel your way up the, up the wall. And on the second floor, uh, there is a, uh, you, know, you kind of peek in the window, and you see uh, a man with his back to you uh, seated at a writing desk across the room from where you're looking in the window. So you're looking at what appears to be a, a bedroom, there's a bed to your left there's a desk across uh, in front of you um, and uh, you can faintly see what there's probably a fireplace off to the right side. I see writing uh, you can't really tell from here he's you know, the, it's a, it, this is a pretty substantial house he's clearly a, a, a well-off individual so uh, he's about 25 feet away from you with his back to you so seeing what he's writing is probably not uh, not going to be that easy.
3: Okay. Um so I've presumably have gotten a description of Paul Revere, so I know what Paul Revere looks like.
1: Uh, from the back, it does appear to be Paul Revere, yes.
3: Okay. Yeah, no, uh, well <laughs> I'm thinking about this. So I'm still invisible and I'm still nice and stealthy up on the um on the thing, uh, up on the wall. So uh you know, so I I
1: on the let me, get your, let me get your proxy here over to the window. Okay.
3: Okay, so I Tap on the glass.
1: Okay, I need you to make another stealth roll.
4: He's wealthy enough to have glass on a second floor oh, ceiling. Yeah.
0: yeah, for him. So now we need
1: notice rolls, both from the British and the uh, hand from Revere. Okay, so British are still the British are still clueless. Let's see how Revere does on noticing your glass tapping. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So Revere kind of looks Whoa. around. He doesn't see anything in the window, so he turns back to his desk.
4: Was the plan to get in?
3: <laughs> like yeah. Um, is there can I slide the
1: window open a little bit? Uh it does appear to be locked from the inside, so you'd need you'd need thievery to do that. And it's probably gonna make some noise. So I need a stealth roll again. But this one's gonna be at minus two. All right. Well, there's the stealth roll. Okay, so the seven with thievery does the trick. The 15 on the stealth roll at minus two, it's pretty quiet. So you've managed to cling to the wall and slide the the window open a little bit.
3: And so does Revere notice his window opening?
1: Uh, An excellent question. (laughs) Because you're trying to do it as quietly as possible. (laughs) He's going to scream because you're jumping. I guess he does
4: have his back to you, right? (laughs) He does have his
1: back to you, yes. So he'd have to It's just creepy. No, he is not. <laughs> he is not. Wow!
4: <laughs> Way to give a man a heart attack.
0: Okay, no, hey. it is in, in the house. Can <laughs> the window open, right,
1: enough that I could slip in. Uh, yes, I'll say that you can slip into the room.
3: Okay, so I do so, and scanning the room and checking the room. Make sure that I'm, you know, that, that he can see me, but that I can't be seen from the window. You know, I can sort of slip over to the, to the side. I can right to his his okay. line, his line of sight.
1: I'm going to need another stealth roll because the window is over a dressing table, so it's not simple to maneuver your way in. Okay. Would you like to bendy that too?
3: I would like to bendy that, but I'm still voting, <laughs> so I'm going to rely. Did you on- just
4: fall over
3: the table. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Okay. Here comes the second Let's roll.
1: Okay, that's more respectable. It's going to be harder for the regulars to hear you from downstairs. But unfortunately, you do do a little bit of a clatter, and uh, you hear from the street, what was that? Sounds uh, like Revere's <laughs> up to something. Got the window open. We should check it out.
0: Okay. Well, I hear them saying this. I in, in Revere's line of sight, I drop out of invisibility. Okay. I say,
3: Veer, be ready to go tonight. Night.
1: Who sent you? Do you hear Uh, footsteps on the stairs coming up?
3: Sam Adams. And then I go back to invisibility.
1: Okay. Now you're in a stressful situation. So when you're (laughs) not in a stressful situation, you can use your powers pretty much at will. Now that you are, I'm going to need you to make an invisibility skill roll in order to become invisible again. Ooh. Which get you easily. Uh, you, oh, nice. also, you become invisible again just as a one of the red coats from out front comes up the stairs, and that is where we will leave it for tonight. <laughs> you can follow Happy Monster Press on Facebook as Happy Monster Press at our website, happymonsterpress.com. Twitter as HappyMonsterPRS, or follow the podcast on YouTube, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play Music. The Happy Monster cast is part of the Savage Worlds Media Network. This game references the Savage Worlds game system available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content, permitted under the Media Network Content Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. Savage Worlds, all related settings and unique characters, locations, and characters, logos, and trademarks are copyrights of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. All other content is the intellectual property of Happy Monster Press. Background music is Jason Shaw's Ice Cold.